the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group, streaming worldwide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Forecasters predict strong winds and record-breaking cold air will sweep the East Coast from the Mid-Atlantic to New England and hang around throughout the weekend. This Brooklyn man said he decided to wear garbage bags over his fancy black velvet Hugo Boss shoes on the way to work. The best way, I think, is just to keep your toes warm. Uh, make sure you don't get any water in. Uh, when the snow melts on your shoes, that's, that's, not a good, that's not a good situation. Hurricane force winds blowing in from offshore helped to raise tide levels in Massachusetts. Governor Charlie Baker. I think what surprised all of us was the fact that it was all the way up the coast, and in many cases it was the highest tide they ever had, or certainly the highest tide they'd had since the blizzard of 78. Frigid temperatures, some that could feel as cold as minus 30 degrees, moved across the east on Friday and are expected to linger throughout the weekend. More record highs on Wall Street this week. The Dow on Friday was up 221 points. This is SRN News. Your child's education is one of the most important decisions you can make as a parent. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. A quality Christian education can make all the difference in your child's life. A Christian school typically provides smaller class sizes for your student to flourish. Smaller class sizes can allow for more one-on-one time, allowing for individual attention with each student to focus on their academic needs, helping your child succeed. Business 1440 believes in the power of Christian education so much that we've partnered with private Christian schools in the Twin Cities to offer half off your child's first year at a brand new school. That's right, half off. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com to check out a full list of our partnering schools, see frequently asked questions about the program, and learn more. We have a limited number of vouchers available, so the time is now to start planning for the upcoming year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. At the Home Depot, free carpet installation means free carpet installation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. Hello? (laughs) Hey, it's me, your cell phone? Yeah, look, we gotta talk about something. I'm always happy to assist you with pretty much everything you need, but look, using me to take your corporate headshot? That's where I draw the line. No filter can compare to Janet Noonan Photography for corporate headshots that capture you in your best light. She's seasoned, sought after by top executives, and seriously fun to be around. Jana, N-O-O-N-A-N, photography.com. Goodbye, selfies. Hello, headshots. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The 
Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show, live and local, covering the economy and your business on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. He's a leaker. Hang on, I've got to clean up uh, my spill over here because I'm leaking. Done. Hey, good morning, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Um, another day of useless sunshine outside. That's what I call it when it's a bright sun and 14 below, as it is uh, right at this moment. On Job Saturday, a uh, jobs report came out yesterday, and uh, 148,000 jobs, and everyone's like, oh, that's really disappointing. Um, and we'll talk about that later, later in the show. We'll get, a, we'll get to some other stories. Um, I've got a story from, uh, I've got a story from Canada about minimum wages. I've got, uh, a story about sugar, um, in, uh, in Seattle, um, and, and, uh, the, the taxation of sugar in Seattle. We'll do all those things, uh, today on the King Banyan show, but job Saturday. So, if you're new to the show, and I know I was having a conversation with some folks uh, who listen, who uh, listen or follow uh, our good friend uh, Hot Air proprietor Ed Morrissey um, on Twitter last night as we were discussing the sugar tax issue. If you tuned into the show, thanks for that welcome. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what you're listening to. Uh, this show is about economics and finance. It's done by me. King, it's called the King Banging Show because. The guy that does it's named King Banyan. That's me. Uh, I'm an economist who's taught at uh, St. Cloud State University since the mid-1980s, uh, currently dean of its School of Public Affairs. And I am just so happy that you made the, made the choice this morning to tune in to hear us. I always am very grateful, and uh, I try to remind myself every week to express that gratitude. It's just kind of a... It's kind of a fun thing I get to do on the side, and since I've been a dean, this is my moment. This is my two hours every week where I get to go back to do a little bit of teaching, except I do it over the airwaves rather than doing it in a classroom. I kind of like it this way. Um, There are no tests. Um, There will not be pop quizzes, and you don't have to write a paper. Uh, But uh, you might learn something. Uh, so please, please stay with us. And one of the things we do on the show every on the first on the first Saturday after the first Friday of the month, uh, or when it is released, is to give you the jobs report. And so, and so, let's turn right to it. Jobs, the jobs report came out as I mentioned with 144,000 new jobs in the 148, excuse me, thousand new jobs in the economy. The unemployment rate was unchanged at 4.1%. Now, the reason why I would say 148,000 new jobs was a disappointment is twofold. First of all, everybody, not me, I'm not a professional forecaster, at least not anymore, um, so I don't do a month-to-month forecast, but my, but uh, everyone does who does forecasting has a monthly expected number for payroll employment, typically they'll also give you an unemployment rate. If you're a regular listener to the King Banyan Show, you know that that, that 148,000 and that 4.1 are actually from two separate surveys. 
The the hundred forty eight thousand is the payroll survey. It's about six thousand firms out there, and people are trying to guess what that number is. It's released always on the first Friday of the month for information from the previous month. It comes from a survey of payrolls that's done in the middle of the previous month. So this data is for December. Um, it, these data, I should say, not this data. Data is plural. Datum is the singular. Um, these data, these data are for are for the second week. You know, are actually surveyed in the second week of December. The other, so the estimate on the street was for one hundred and ninety thousand new jobs. That's the consensus of all the people that do forecasts. And then on top of that, earlier in the week, uh, ADP, the the um, a company that does a lot of payroll processing for many larger firms around the around the country, uses that payroll processing information to give its estimate, and its estimate was around 250,000 jobs. And so people were nudging up their forecasts, and then come then this comes, and we come in at 148. Well, I would point out it's probably not it's probably not the worst thing in the world to come in at 148. Thousand jobs over the past three months, gains averaged two hundred and four thousand jobs, and again, and again for an economy that is near full employment, that's near the nine, that's on a just about a nine-year expansion now. Two adding two million jobs or two point one million jobs as we did in twenty seventeen, which was just about a hundred to hundred fifty thousand below what we did in twenty sixteen. Is not a bad performance. The way I try to think about think about this is, is this: if we're adding more jobs than we're adding people to the population of the of the adult workforce, as we go for, as we go further and further, if markets behave rationally, the people you are, the people you started to employ in 2010, 2011, and 2012, were those that had a lot of skill that just there wasn't demand for them, so they were unemployed. In So where were we <laughs> with that little break? We got you back now, King. Okay, I I can hear that. I heard the music, so thank you. Uh, we're back. I'm not sure exactly where it was that we cut out because I didn't hear a pop or anything in that. So I'll just go ahead and 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 take. Maybe we're repeating a point here, but that'll be okay. Um, in a when you're in the ninth year of an expansion. Employment growth is going to slow down because you're just not, you don't have that many productive workers left to bring into the workforce. Now, 
I understand that many people have focused on the labor force participation rate and its lowness, and I and and there was no change in the labor force participation rate um, in this particular report. There was no change in the employment to population ratio in this report. One of the things to bear in mind as you think about those data is that they incorporate everybody from age 16 to well past age 65. And as the baby boomers begin to age, as, as me at the, end of the baby, at the end of the baby boom generation reaches into my 60s, what's going to happen is you're going to see lower labor force participation because people are retiring. So one of the numbers that I've started to keep a better eye on has been to look at the number for uh, the number of prime age workers that are in both in the labor force and employed. And worth pointing out, it bottomed out in August of 2015 at 80.6% of the age 25 to 54 population that was in the labor force. That number is now at 81.9. So we've added almost, well, that's not 2%. What does that come out to? Um, we've added 1.5% to that number, 1.4% to that number. And the number of them employed relative to number one number of that demographic employed at seventy nine point one percent compares to about eighty percent at the start of the last recession. So we've brought back almost all of those. There's still a little ways to go, but we've brought back a fair number of those workers. And if we go back to the peak of the if we go back to the peak of the uh, uh, previous expansion in November of 2007 or December 2007, that labor force participation rate for prime age workers was around 83%. And so as I, noticed, as I noted, it's a, just a little under 82 now. So both those numbers still have a little bit to go, but it's coming along. It's, it, we're beginning to see some, some fair number there. And and in other in other areas as you look at the labor market on the household side you've got duration of unemployment at 9.1 weeks which is the lowest since mid 2008 um the number okay and and as you look at the, the U6 number U6 ticked up just slightly but it's now still at 8 8 only it's at 8% which is again less than half of what it was at the peak of the recession back in 2008-2009. This is an economy that I think in general, in general terms is doing fairly well. And so if people want to call this somehow stagnation, well, we're not growing very fast. I, 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 don't, I, don't think it, I don't think that's true. And I do think that... that that un the unemployment rate at 4.1% will continue to tick down slowly as we go through 2008. Our, my, our expectation, or my expectation, is that the unemployment rate will end up in the mid-threes by the end of 2018. won't fall by a lot, but it'll fall by a little. And as it goes to that level then, that means that, that means that, 
the growth of the labor force, or excuse me, the growth of payroll employment that will average for 2018 will will run right around one hundred and fifty to one hundred sixty thousand jobs per month. So if we had two point one million jobs created in twenty seventeen, net new jobs created in twenty seventeen, I think the I think the number for twenty eighteen. Just just if you think about think about the math of this, has to be something around one point nine. I'm not forecasting a recession in twenty eighteen. And so I think that the I think then that that but I do think that the growth rate of uh, work of the workforce and the growth rate of the uh, and the growth of payroll employment is likely to be a little bit less than this past year. It's slowly ticking down. That's the nature of very mature expansions. Okay, will it go wildly down? No. So the only way we get that GDP growth that we've been talking about of going to three, three and a half percent growth, the only way that's going to happen is we get some burst of productivity in 2018. I actually have hopes for that. I'll explain those a little later. Here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Wrapped in rainbows and tied with pink ribbon To make your next spring down your bow at a great time So dry your eyes, don't you cry, don't you fret Good good times are coming, Blizzette Long as there's love in your heart to share Dear Blizzette, don't despair Some blue boys longing just like you to Find someone to be true to A lucky tale of they love will come your way It's the kid in grade school who paints her face blue and white before every home game. It's the accountants and salesmen who give up their Friday evenings to referee. It's the cashier at the corner convenience store who wears school colors on every game day. What makes high school sports here in Minnesota so special? They do. You do. We all do. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Here's some great news, and we could all use some great news for 2018. If you're worried about your health care costs or you feel like you're missing out because open enrollment is over, well, it's not too late to join MediShare. You can sign up anytime, and think about this. The typical savings for a family with MediShare is about 500 bucks a month. Think what a difference that would make to your budget. Again, that 500 a month is the typical savings. It could be more or less for you. Definitely worth taking a couple minutes to find out. There are over 300,000 MediShare members sharing each other's medical bills and something they're now loving. MediShare has a telehealth program that lets you log in and meet with a doctor in real time within the comfort of your own home. For everything from a cold or flu or for a prescription, you can save a lot of time and money, and it's free. Again, open enrollment might be over, but you can still join MediShare. Here's the number to find out more, 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Bible. 844-41-BIBLE. New research shows that the wrong bacteria in your gut could make you feel anxious, stressed, even sad. To feel better, get the right probiotic at Walgreens. Probiogen Stress and Mood is specially formulated to help you cope with stress. With probiotics and herbs, plus minerals that influence the release of neurotransmitters, Probiogen can help improve your mood. 
feel better. Get Probiogen in the pink and green box in the supplement aisle at Walgreens, Harmon, or Probiogen.com. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. Welcome back. King Banyan Show. Business 1440. I used to have some Johnny Guitar Watson, John. <laughs> Way back. <laughs> really? This is a yeah. funny song. He's got some really odd albums, but they're pretty good. Yeah. He's really talented, too. Yes, he is. He is. He plays I, all I, the instruments on, on a few of them, too. But there's, I mean, this is going all the way back to my music radio days. <laughs> uh, back in the 8. This is... I think this so is my, 78, I think, this one. Yeah, I, I, tr- I went from doing um, sort of pr- prog rock to new wave and punk to industrial and then eventually did a blues show way at the very end of my time on music radio <laughs> just before my uh, my wife told me if you don't finish your dissertation i'm leaving you uh, <laughs> so um that, that was uh, and that ended that <laughs> that took care of that problem yeah um so so anyway i wanted to make sure uh, we let you know um we don't get too many too many times for us to talk about uh uh, programming that we we do here at Business 1440, but uh, uh, the second annual Crisis and Security Summit is coming up on Wednesday, January 24th, 8.30 to noon, okay, so that's a morning thing, um, at the Doubletree by Hilton on Normandale Boulevard in, in Minneapolis, um, featuring, um, uh, which is going to talk about cybersecurity and, uh, and tech security preparedness and uh, and, and active shooter scenario. Have you ever done active shooter training, John? Have they ever had a conversation at the station about that? I've heard of active, shoot, active shooter training. Never taken any kind of training in that, though. No. I, I actually took the training here at the university. Oh, and wow. I, you know, the whole problem with it is once you're done with it, you're like, oh, I guess I hadn't thought that that was a, a possibility. <laughs> Look, if you work in a... If you work in a public place, particularly a place like us that has lots of open doors and easy access, you probably need to think about 
how you how how your business is being is how your business or how your nonprofit how your church um, is uh, is cared to and in, in, in your security and this is one of those things that I think is going to be really helpful to that. Uh, so when the you know so go okay so this is being hosted uh, AM twelve AM nine eighty the mission is hosting this uh, but uh, we're we're involved with it as well and we're encouraging you to find it. Um, go to uh, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and click on the events button and you will find it there. If you're following us on Twitter at pound KBRS, I've put up a link for you uh, to find, to find this event. It's an important event. Um, if you work in such a place, uh, I, part of, part of uh, my task here is that uh, one of the departments in the school of public affairs is the criminal justice department. So I get to talk to a lot of, lots of folks in law enforcement and, um, and uh, when you talk to them about, about how they do this kind of training, you talk to people who talk to people who've been involved in these types of situations. Um, it gives you a different awareness, uh, 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 so I think it's worth it's worth your time. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. You can call this hour with questions and comments. That would be that would be lovely. Um, just a programming note: uh, we'll be we'll be off here at ten thirty today, but we actually. We actually have, have uh, for you the last half hour of the show. It'll be available on the podcast later on. So uh, if you're listening to us on air uh, today on Saturday uh, as we do this live for you uh, and you go, wait, what? I missed that last half hour. No, you didn't. It's there. You'll just have to go to the podcast to find it when, when we get it posted up and we'll send out another. We'll send a note at Pound KBR to tell you to, uh, when the podcast is up and live. Um I think you'll enjoy. I think you'll enjoy um, the remaining half hour of the show. We had fun doing it. Uh, again, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Twitter pound KBRS. The jobs report. Uh, Don asked, uh, "What were the revisions? Were they better or worse?" Don, they were really, really small. <laughs> they were. It's uh, on net a negative nine thousand jobs between the two months. One month down, one month up. Nine thousand again. I think the I think the point to remember is that on average, it's still a more than two hundred thousand job a month economy right now. But I, I I continue to say, as the unemployment rate drops from the fours into the threes, as I expected to do over the first half of twenty eighteen, you're more likely to get numbers below two hundred than above two hundred, no matter what. Okay, no matter what you think, um, um, no no matter what you th- what you think about the impact of the tax cuts, I really believe that there won't be there's just because there aren't that many additional workers out there. I don't think that you're going to see that great a change in the unemployment rates uh, at that time. So if I go look at the household data right now, so number p. The civilian population rose by 160,000 workers, but the civilian labor force only rose by 64,000 workers. Again, it held relatively constant, um, and the number of people empl- number of people unemployed actually fell by 40,000. But that's not enough to flip the uh, the uh, second significant digit uh, from a one to a zero. So our unemployment rates at 4.1 percent. You know the good news in that in in those particular data are actually, I I I repeat, come from the fact that 
the duration of unemployment is dropping. The number of people who are unemployed by, oh, for more than half a year has fallen by more than a sixth in the last year. I think that, uh, and the number of people unemployed uh, 15 to 26 week has fallen by a quarter. So people who are unemployed right now are people who I, I think there's a fair amount of job of job leavers, there's a lot of job switching going on, and the number of new entrants was actually small this month. I think that was part part of one reason why labor force participation didn't look so high. We didn't, we just had a month where new entrants weren't as large as we normally expect. I really think the household survey data was good was good data uh, for for the economy. On the household side, and this is, excuse me, on the payroll side, and this is the place where I really wanted to spend most of my time today in discussing the payroll numbers. So 211 uh, for October, 252 for November. Those were slightly changed, and the net effect was to decrease the, those two months by 9,000 jobs out of 463,000. So I... I it, it's kind of a rounding error type of issue there. Uh, for December, 148,000 jobs. Here's where most of the change came from. In October of 2017, there were 20,100 fewer retail jobs. In November, 26,400 more retail jobs. And that was that. And that's the month that had the 252. In December fell, retail jobs fell 20,300. If we had just even had a zero there, not any net new jobs, but we hadn't cut cut retail jobs, our top line number would have been around 170 rather than around 150. And I think that, and given that the market anticipation was, was for about a 190 print, I think that the I think that the retail number could be seen as being a significant reason why the payroll number was low. Now, how much do we hear about what's happening in retail? And the answer is we hear a lot. Retail employment is said to be falling by by a substantial amount. I I spend very, very little time shopping in malls. But my wife wanted me to go out and buy a new pair of jeans because I'm wearing my old jeans because your guy, your old jeans, those are your best friends, right? You you're, you got those babies on any time you're not working. You, you go home and you throw them on. Well, mine have holes in them, and I'm not into those that style where you're where having jeans ripped across your the front of the leg is somehow a style. That might be a style for somebody else, but, you know, nobody wants to see see my legs, particularly through a pair of jeans. And my wife doesn't either, so she said, let's go get you some new jeans, and we went to the mall. We walked by the Sears store. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Basically, all of the goods in the Sears store had been pushed into the middle of the store, and and people were kind of slowly circling around, 
the remaining merchandise, our Sears store here in St. Cloud, is scheduled to close this month. There was a piece that got written up uh, right around uh, the end of, at the beginning of the week this week, this past week on Business Insider. I tweeted it to you at Pound KBRS. We had almost 8,000 retail stores close in the United States. And according to the report that Business Insider was citing, uh, that number might go up to 12,000 stores in 2018. So I think a drag on the, since retail stores are labor-intensive, but they're typically fairly low-wage jobs, we're going to see two things. Our, re, our payroll number is likely to be held lower, but the reports on wage growth will be, will be a little bit higher because the jobs being created and the jobs that people are moving to are going to be higher-paying jobs up. And that, in fact, is exactly what we've seen. Wage growth has been has been relatively high. Uh, average average hourly earnings rose nine cents. Average pay packets rose two two tenths of a percent in in uh, it's uh, four tenths of a percent um, in uh, December. People are working more hours. They're getting more per hour, so their paychecks are getting larger. And all of this is to say, uh, once more, this economy is in pretty good shape. And we should be, we should be relatively comfortable with, with where we are right now. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Come on, let's fall in love. Pain relief is here and it's natural. You don't need all the negative side effects of ibuprofen when you have Relief Factor. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to fight recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need Relief Factor. How do I know? Because I know. Because I've tried it. I've taken it. I'm thrilled with the results from Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. I take a packet in the morning, a packet in the evening. My lower back pain, gone. This stuff really works. And in fact, 80% of people who try the three-week quick start, which is the introductory offer, buy it again. 80%. So what do you have to lose except 20 bucks? Give it a shot. The $19.95 uh, three-week quick start is waiting for you at ReliefFactor.com. If you don't think it's for you afterwards, just let them know and you're only out 20 bucks. But think of what life could be like without any pain. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-500-8384 for Relief Factor. Guys, to the man cave. There's a show in the Twin Cities that's about good cigars, good friends, and good times. It's Smokin' with Gino and the Count. We may not have a million bucks, but we sure the heck know how to live like we do. So each week, join us, the men who love cigars and the women who love us. Listen to Smokin' with Gino and the Count Saturdays at 5 on Business 1440. 
is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Donald Trump's first year in office delivered an array of important achievements, confirmation of conservative judges, including Neil Gorsuch, more support for oil pipelines and oil drilling, dramatic progress against ISIS, deregulation, and enhanced border security, the end of meddlesome net neutrality, the recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital, and most importantly, sweeping tax cuts and a new pro-business approach. What's striking about these accomplishments isn't how extraordinary they are, but how normal, how consistent with well-established Republican goals and values. It's easy to imagine that much the same policies might have been pursued by President Trump's primary rivals or by Mitt Romney, the last GOP nominee for that matter. The two initiatives that caused most substantial disagreement with many conventional conservatives, canceling the Trans-Pacific Partnership and unilaterally leaving the Paris Accords, hardly defined his presidency or brought about the calamitous results that Trump's critics feared. At year's end, President Trump found historic success not as a radical outsider, but as a sensible, determined, mainstream Republican. I'm Michael Medved. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Jobs Saturday. Glad you could be with us. Jobs report. Yeah, it wasn't everything people hoped for. But shouldn't change anybody's mind that the economy is still chugging along on year nine of its expansion. And that this is going to be kind of what we get for until... Until we get a recession, and I don't see one altogether that soon. That's the short version, um, but let's give you let's give you a few more details of what the, of of what's out there. Let me just let's let's uh, let's uh, try to pick a pick a little bit off the bones of this. The um, the uh, commentary on on Wall Street about this was was basically as I'm presenting to you now. I think this is the, what I'm. Where I am right now is with the consensus view. Um, wage growth at at two and a half percent is pretty good. Again, I I make this point to people, and it, it, this is a kind of a subtle point, and it's difficult to make subtle points over radio, but uh, I'm going to try. When you see wage growth numbers, they are influenced by the types of jobs that are being added and subtracted from the economy. So when I see a wage growth number that's adding to adding to manufacturing and subtracting from retail, I should expect that the composition of jobs has changed in such a way that higher paying jobs are increasing and lower paying jobs are decreasing. So wages should go up even if every individual gets no wage change, that number's going to go up anyway. 
that means that there's a somewhat upward bias in the number for wage growth that we're seeing right now. Now, normally in a November to December wage growth figure, a lot of the jobs being added are jobs being added in retail as we bring people on at the last minute to work through the holiday season. Those jobs don't pay very much, so when we look at the wage numbers overall, that'll pull down wage gains. That didn't happen this time, and the reason it didn't happen this time is because it, it reinforces the fact that the economy is growing, but the retail sector is lagging behind. The retail sector is lagging behind, but what's actually gaining is on the manufacturing side. So if we go, if we go back to look at, um, let me go back and find the, the, the manufacturing numbers. Very nice gains, 13,000 in October, 26,000 in November, 21,000 in, in December. And so manufacturing employment rose 196,000 jobs in 2017 after being flat in 2016. You add on the, you know, the emphasis on manufacturing that's come from the White House, you add to that the weakening U.S. dollar, which has improved goods exports. If you hear the manufacturing sector, this has been a pretty strong year. And and I would th- and I don't see that necessarily changing over the next year as well. I believe that the manufacturing sector is set up for a pretty good 2018. Particularly if you're on the equipment manufacturing side. Equipment manufacturers should have a pretty, pretty terrific 2018. So if you're, if you're building equipment, um, and, and that is, by the way, a substantial piece of the manufacturing base here in central Minnesota, if you're building equipment, you know, after you see all this growth going on in other places, that's probably going to do really, really well. So that growth has been been fine, and it's interesting, right? It's been the healthcare sector, which has been a major engine, adding 20, 25, 30,000 jobs every month, um, went up 31,000 in December. Okay, it continues to tick up. Healthcare added 300,000 jobs in 2017. But I'm excited not about that nearly as much as I'm excited about the fact that the manufacturing sector in 2017 had a had a very very fine year and i don't i don't see that that's i don't see that declining anytime soon particularly if the uh, the path of interest rate increases doesn't accelerate from where we are right now we know they're going to go up but i still this report doesn't say anything to uh chair powell and the and the new fomc that will take their first meeting here in a few weeks time uh, I think that they I think they will look at that report and say everything's just dandy we're on the path that we're on and everything will be fine I think you'll get a rate increase not at this next meeting but the meeting afterwards so that's about that's that's going to be around the first week of March Uh, indeed I'd be surprised if there wasn't one at that time interest rates will continue to go up I the thing I continue to pay attention to will pay attention to here on the King Banyan show is what happens with quantitative tightening 
and whether or not that starts to bite at uh, the ability of banks to make loans as businesses wish to expand, um, add equipment to the to their shop floors, um, and so forth. Elsewhere here, uh, again, 651-289-4477, if you have a question or a comment. Uh, else, elsewhere uh, in, in, the, in those data, the only other numbers I see that are, that are um, of, some, of some issue, I look at, you know, as I mentioned, retail trade down 20,000. Wholesale trade, um, a, a slightly higher increase at 98 so it makes me wonder if, in fact, um, that number is not that number for retail trade is a blip, and we'll go back to something higher. It's possible; it's certainly possible. Leisure and hospitality employment up twenty nine thousand. That's a pretty that's a pretty nice increase uh, on on that level there, and and otherwise a construction at thirty thousand. You know, the construction sector has done fairly well over this year here in here in greater minnesota um, in central minnesota specifically uh construction employment has been a major part of the job growth in our area and what has been interesting about that has been if you go to the cities and you look at their building permit records which i do very regularly you don't see it there um what we're seeing is really a lot more building in unincorporated areas. And according to a few of the uh, home construction people that I speak to here in, in, in the middle of the state, uh, they, they tell me that there, there's demand from people wanting to build lake homes more than they have seen since the early 2000s. Those numbers don't often show up in the building permit data because building permit data for an un- building permits for unincorporated areas come out of counties, and counties typically aren't asked to report their building permit information. I've I've found someone that actually collects that data, and has been kind enough to share it with me. And indeed, those numbers have been rising. Okay, building lake homes, more lake homes is that a sign of a weakening economy? No, it's not. It's a sign that the economy is doing quite well and that people are confident that the uh, that their incomes will continue to be strong over the next over the next uh, year or two. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Hello, I'd like to deposit this to checking. Fate is a fickle master. What? The future is uncertain. Okay, and what's my account balance? 
Ah, the horizon is cloudy. I see a long, treacherous voyage um, filled with great peril. Look, can I just get a deposit slip or something? A fortune bank teller. Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. I see a yellow-eyed serpent what? and a low APR. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back tax Taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Every day. The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. After my father passed away, I had to learn the hard way about managing money. Make sure your investments are safe with an education you can trust. At Online Trading Academy, we want you to protect your money and create a second income. Hi, this is Marty Young. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Uh, can I laugh for a minute? King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Uh, wait a minute, you gotta turn that back up. I can't disrespect this song. Spotify, people, I'm telling you, go to Spotify. An IPO for Spotify coming this year. Apparently, first first IPO filing uh, made by a company in 2018. Go to Spotify. Go to Spotify.com and in the search box type Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. That's KYCR underscore studio. 
KYCR is, of course, Business 1440, the station you're listening to. That's good music. Amen. So, dur- Amen. That's just awesome. Gosh, darn it. I, I, feel, I feel bad talking over it. Um, I really do. Uh, 651-289-4477. I'm sorry. It's, I'm going to, I'm going to re, I've been retweeting things, uh, that are coming out. This is, um, economic nerd prom is going on this weekend. It's always the first weekend of January. And people always ask. Yeah, it's a nerd, it's nerd thing. Okay. So I, I will, I haven't tweeted this particular piece yet, but this is just hilarious. Uh, David Otter, who is an, is a highly respected economist. I, for those of you that don't do academic comments, con, academic conferences, one of the things that happens is you present a paper. So you write a paper, you submit it to a conference. They say, yes, come come bring your paper to the conference and you can talk to, to a room full of uh, people. Now, there aren't lots of rooms full of people. And the conference this year is in, is in Philadelphia, which has been hit by what do they, what have they called this? The ice bomb, the cyclone bomb, the ice cyclone. For goodness sake, we used to just call them nor'easters. Why do we need to have some fancied pants name or some ap- apocalyptic name for a weather event? And they're always, you know, and they always have these things. They're stormy. And the reason why you go, they say, well, why would you do it in Philadelphia in January? There are not many cities in warmer climates that are prepared to have 9,000, about 9,000 members of a of a society be it economics or anyway so they you can say that they're nerds go ahead play it again <laughs> right it could be just the nerds and, and i've done i've done my story about uh, on the show about being able to pick them out but we can only go to san diego you know every once in a while we there's enough think about this you've got actually when you put in the affiliated groups there's about twelve thousand people coming to your city that want to have a conference where they're going to walk from they're going to walk from uh, hotel to hotel, um, and so on. There's only about ten th- cities in the United States that can actually take take the American Economic Association meetings, and seven of them are in the Northeast where it's darn cold uh, and sometimes snowy. Anyway, I'm following the Twitter feed from the conference, and David Otter puts up this slide. So you present the. The weather missile? Is that actually a thing? The weather missile? <laughs> no, that's just one we were joking about yesterday. Okay. All right. That's just hilarious. <laughs> These ridiculous names they come up with to sell yeah. papers and get clicks, right. you know? So anyway, I, I so you present this paper at this conference, and then someone is always assigned because you go to the meetings to, to sort of test drive your paper and get some comments. And so the custom is that some other one, somebody else will be assigned to read your paper and to spend about five minutes making comments on the paper. I have been, I have done this for 35 years and I have gotten some truly bad papers uh, to comment on. And I always, and I never think you sharpen your, I never think it's good for you to go ahead and just slam someone else's paper. Economists are typically can be rude in seminars, but at these big conferences where we don't know each other, we're, we're, there's sort of a, uh, call it a gentleman's agreement that we don't slander and, and slam and, and ridicule the paper of somebody else. Um, 
But there's a slide up by David Otter who must be commenting on someone other someone else's paper. And the title of the slide is The Paper is Too Damned Long. <laughs> Thirty-eight pages of text, nine body figures and six body texts, thirty-five pages of appendix, tables, figures, and model, ninety-four pages overall. And then he says like being bludgeoned to death with a Nerf bat. Wow. How would you like to be the person whose paper is being commented on by this guy? That's just that's just horrible. Uh, I also tweeted to you this wonderful thing. Uh, the uh, Kevin Hassett, who's the uh, chair of the White House Council of Economic Advisors, has shown this very interesting graphic of of what's happened to labor productivity. Remember I said at the beginning of the show, uh, early in the show this hour, that we were, I thought we could get 3 to 3.5% because I thought we were going to get growth in productivity? One of the ways you get growth in labor productivity is by giving every worker more capital, more equipment. That's why I'm excited about manufacturing. I hadn't seen this. I saw this during the, the break. But here it is. Here's a graph. This is The graph is the contribution of capital deepening to labor productivity growth went negative for the very first time. The second half of the previous administration, the Obama administration, featured a period in which capital was being disinvested in so much that workers were having less rather than more capital. That had to have held down wages over the last five years and held down productivity. And that's going to come roaring back here, I think, in 2018. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Congratulations! You've won $50 off an individual corporate headshot session with Jana Noonan Photography just for listening to Business 1440 right now. Jan is a seasoned pro sought after by executives and top companies in the Twin Cities for over 25 years. That's because she knows how to bring out your best side, your personality. To claim your $50 discount on an on-location headshot session, contact Jana, N-O-O-N-A-N, photography.com today and mention Business 1440. Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss, but wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. 
You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step One, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Sheraton Bloomington, January 26th and 27th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Hey, good day. Welcome to our show. Hey, good day to you too, Jose. Hey, what is the best thing about winter in Minnesota? <laughs> I know, my Arctic spy. It's the best way to celebrate winter when it comes to the darn cold, eh? Yeah, and super energy efficient too. Yeah, you can get yours at Premier Pool in Chanhassen today online at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take the fun seriously, even here in the cold, frozen tundra of Minnesota. Premierpools.com, eh? Yeah, take off, eh? Take off, eh? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com